0: Casino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. PDW, revoid were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. The Ranger Lion Show. All right, we're doing another uh, live watch reaction. This movie was on the list. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know anything about it. I'm on Netflix. If you want to go ahead and watch this movie, uh, it's called A Monster Calls. You know, there's no phones that I saw on the trailer. Uh, I know Sigourney Weaver's in it, so I mean, to me, that's a that's a positive. Uh, The actual review... Well, not review, but the actual, whatever, uh, synopsis. Quote, Overwhelmed by his mother's illness, a young boy begins to understand human complexity through the fantastic tales of a consoling tree monster. All right. And that was... Is this a book or something? It's just like... It's rated PG-13. That's why I'm doing a watch-along. We don't really let our kids watch... A lot of PG thirteen content. We we do let them watch PG content from the eighties, which is pretty much R rated R now. So, you know, but if it if that little rating system uh, that is manufactured um, is PG thirteen, we stay away from it. I I made an exception with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. We they haven't won, and Spider Man, uh, the Spider Man. Seer, like the new Spider-Man movies, but that's it, that's it, because I know that, you know, if somebody pulls a gun, it's like automatic PG-13, or if like, you know, there's all kinds of rules and everything else, so anyway, I don't know why I chose this, I didn't really choose it, uh, it was on the, on the list, Rotten Tomatoes' top fantasy films of all time, pretty high on the list, so, <laughs> I mean... This should be good, right? Like it should be really good. Um it's it's pretty long. Uh an hour and forty-eight minutes. I will pause it at the hour mark, and then I'll come back to you and we'll talk about this movie, and then I'll watch the remaining forty-eight minutes and lit in the in the show with my uh my full little review and I'll go over some of the reviews out there in the world. And then we'll, we'll call it a day. And then we'll be on our way to more Rings and Dragons content, which is really, you know, that's why everybody's here this season. But I needed to fill in some of the blanks. You know, I need to fill in some of the blanks with some, some fantasy films that, you know, deserve to be talked about. Maybe some legacy content on my end if, you know, if people are even listening. Speaking of people listening, uh, thank you for listening. You know, it, being a small podcast that's been around for a decade, you figured you wouldn't be small after a decade, <laughs> but that's fine. I'm fine with that. And thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, continuing to listen to the show. I know, I know, it's I'm not the I'm not the most stable person on the internet, but you know, I'm here. I'm here, and I'm I'm consistent, and I'll be back in. 60 minutes to talk about uh, A Monster Calls 2016 Netflix, go ahead and watch the first hour and uh, we'll be back I'll be right back An hour for me. I don't know if you've been watching it. That's not a big deal. You don't have to. You don't have to. Uh, I don't know. You know, it is. Uh, I I I don't know why it's so highly rated. It looks all right. You know, the acting's all right. Sigourney Weaver. I think they were like, this is a British movie. Can you do a British accent? She says yes, and then I think they cut it, and then she just kind of quit doing it, because she doesn't have a lot of lines. Um, All right, so the story, you know, his mom's dying, or is very sick, however you want to put it, and a tree comes to life to tell him, I've seen two stories so far. And uh, you know, it's a good thing I didn't let the kids watch this. Uh, it's pretty, pretty dark stuff, honestly, for the uh, the whole thing. And so maybe, maybe I made a good call here. You know how I like to watch movies with the kids and talk about it. This didn't—I didn't do that because of the rating. And turns out, I made a good choice uh, because. So anyway. Uh, 1206, 1207, I guess, 1207. Uh, this tree comes to life, and uh, the first story was about a prince who was meant to be king, and his uh, grandfather married an evil woman who turns out wasn't an evil. And then it turns out the prince was evil, uh, and then the, the witch went away, and the prince became king and, and ruled happily okay that was pointless meanwhile he's getting beat up at school and a bunch of things are happening he's just kind of not a very good life you know not a very good life for the kid Uh, he's a really good artist we got to see him draw different things throughout the time here and now we're we're having issues because his mom's not getting any better and we don't know if he's going to go you know stay with his dad in LA for a while or if he's going to stay with his grandma. He does not want to stay with Sigourney Weaver. I don't know who I'd love to hang out with Sigourney Weaver. But anyway, he trashed her house during the tale of the second story. Which was like another horrible story where these two little girls die. I was like, okay. What am I... What is this? This was a children's book, apparently. Alright. Well, anyway, I got 40 minutes to go. I'll be back with uh, my final take. And we'll go over some of the critics' takes on this film, uh, which are very high eighty one percent, and for the audience, and I think eighty five for the uh, the critics. So I will be right back after I finish the movie. I'll see you in a minute, but forty three minutes for me. I'll be back. <laughs> You know what? I really like the ending. I don't really know anything about the book, but it was uh, it was good. It was good. Okay, I don't know what the, I mean. I I didn't get fully emotional with it. I didn't get uh, too wild. You know, it was just kind of okay. You kind of knew where it was going, and I think the ending was relatively good. I don't know if it deserves all the praise, but it looked good. Uh, when I think of the director, you know, you know, he directed uh, a few episodes of Rings of Power, and I think he's a good director. But I don't know if his heads and I think he hit a better. Uh, I think he had better videographers with this, and I think he just, I I think this is a much better example of his direction, not Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, and not Rings of Power. All right, what does everybody say? That's what we want to know, right? What do the the pros say? All right, top critic, Sydney Morning Herald, quote, A Monster Calls is an adaptation of a children's book with a title that makes it sound like a horror movie. Neither of these things should obscure the fact that this is the most mature film of the year and one of the most moving. The Australian, quote, it's a small, almost delicate film that will richly reward those who connect with it. Maybe I didn't connect with it. Maybe I just didn't connect. Because the payoff was, what, depression? Okay. Okay. New Yorker quote the movie this is rotten this is like the only well there's two this is one of the few rotten reviews all right quote the movie delivers its meaning repeatedly to make sure that no one misses the point its lessons rendered even more explicitly than the ones in Connor's classroom are missing only on the (laughs) are missing only the chalkboard and pointer Yeah, I mean, it is, uh, you know, it's very on point, to be cliche. The Atlantic, Rotten Review, quote, As the movie rumbled towards its inevitability, devastating conclusion. Sorry, I can't talk today. I am just like, I have a headache that you can't believe. All right, I'm going to start again. I'm going to start again. (laughs) And I'm not going to edit that out. I'm not going to edit out the fact that I can't talk the atlantic quote as the movie rumbled towards its inevitably devastating conclusion the chief emotion i felt wasn't sadness but annoyance at the dashed grander potential yeah 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 they could have uh they could have really made it a um a pretty you know moving yet happy tale really uh i'm gonna uh, there's a few more rotten ones as i scroll down on my phone here San Diego reader, quote, director J. A. Boyona, I don't know if it's Bayona or Bayona or Bayona, presents appealing worlds, a wash in color and detail, but while his movie and its monster are very interested in exploring and explaining humanity, they don't quite get people. Globe and Mail, quote, too mature to lure in the younger set and too one-dimensional to make much of an impression on adult audiences. That's what it is. That's why I didn't really get involved too well. Richard Roper from Chicago Sun-Times, quote, This makes for one overcrowded assemblage of issues. Finally, Chicago reader, quote, Rich in folkloric symbolism. This fantasy from director J.A. Boyona Starts promisingly, but eventually sinks under a wave of pop psychology. Pop psychology. What is, what is what is pop psychology? Arizona Republic, I'll do one more. Quote, the visuals are up for the challenge in this fantastical meditation of childhood grief. The writing, however, is not. Yeah, the, uh, the dialogue was, whew, was, uh, basic batch really um you know just kind of copy and paste from anything and you know the story is you know his mom's dying he knows it uh, he knows she's going to die you know I had a moment there in the middle uh, when I recorded the middle uh, where I was like, hey maybe maybe this will be good but we're we're looking pretty bad here and turns out you know it's it's a it's a movie about dealing with the loss of a parent at a young age. So this could be a prequel to any Disney film from the 90s. And, uh, you know, I thought the, the little little Easter egg of a picture of her and her father when she was a kid, it was Liam Neeson. Uh, the voice of the monster is, of course, Liam Neeson. Uh, she, at the end, we had the big reveal that she has also gone on the same adventure with the monster. Probably dealing with the loss of her father. At a similar age. If not younger. So I guess. I guess that's. I guess that's where we're at. I guess that's where we ended it. And. Uh, you know. Sure. Sure. It's a fantasy film. Sure. Uh, but I really think it's more of. You know. Uh, kind of a. Dealing with loss. Film. You know. I mean that is your primary focus. And. And everything is in his imagination so we're not really in the same vein of a true fantasy right i didn't know that how am i supposed to know i just know that it it was on my list and i got plenty of more movies on the list plenty plenty more uh to wrap up this season and i'm not sure where the show's going to go after that but whichever way it goes i'm glad you're here with me and that one it was it wasn't a bad movie it wasn't a bad movie but it was it was pretty basic. You know, it wasn't... Uh, it didn't... You know, I wasn't wowed by it. But I'm sure we'll find something. I got some weird old movies on the list that I'm going to talk about. Kind of doing the same thing we're doing here. Uh, since I can't really get JT to come over but the two days. Which is fine. That's fine. It's not a big deal. I'm not going to cry about it on the air. Uh, maybe off. But we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Uh, but until then, we got tomorrow. We got JT coming over, and then I'll be back on Wednesday for another one of these bad ones here. And <laughs> hopefully, you keep listening. Um, after after this week, I mean, it's it's a hard week. It's a hard week. So we'll see. We'll see. Until next time. Thank you for listening, and be well.